Hello, everyone. Welcome to our broadcast today. I'm Jerry Savell. Thank you for joining me. We're going to continue our message today on the year of abundant overflow. That's the word of the Lord that I was given coming into 2021. He said it will be a year of abundant overflow. Now, that's the purpose of you spending quality time in fellowship with the Lord. The Bible says those that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. And God's covenant with us is a covenant of increase. It's a covenant of abundance. Listen to this. Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 6 says, Blessings are upon the head of the just. And then Proverbs 10, 22 says, And the blessing of the Lord maketh rich. That's abundance. I don't know how anybody could get anything else out of that. God's will is for you and I to experience the blessings of God in every area of our lives, and those blessings will produce abundance. It'll produce a rich life, a life in which you have enough to take care of your needs and then plenty left over to get involved in the needs of others. So I want to encourage you to watch what I'm about to take you into right now, a live service here at Heritage of Faith Christian Center, where I was teaching on this message the year of abundant overflow. Take notes if at all possible. Jot down the scripture references. Get this in your heart because God wants you to prosper. God wants you to experience abundant overflow. Now, without knowledge of his word, it's not likely this will happen. So that's why it's so important that you fellowship with him through his word, get the word deeply in your heart, and you will see that before long, you're going to end up in a position where your needs are met and praise God, enough left over to get, in the need, get involved in the needs of others. I keep saying that and I'm going to keep saying it because that's the purpose for Abundant Overflow. Watch now. I'll be back in just a few moments. I, I did a sermon years ago and I, I, I said this in that sermon. Your heart is the canvas. The Holy Spirit is the artist and the Word of God is the oil. And if you spend enough time with the Holy Spirit, He will paint an image on the canvas of your heart of what God wants to do in your life. And did you notice that a a well-known, famous artist, they don't just go in and put it up for sale. It may take days, weeks, months even for that artist to get out of the inside of him what he wants on canvas. And sometimes he may even have to walk away from it and then come back and add to it. And every time he takes that brush, it is perfecting what he's seeing on the inside. Every time you get in the Word, and particularly finding promises for abundant overflow, which is what we're talking about. Every time you get in the Word and find those verses and you meditate on them, the brush strokes are being added. You're getting a perfected image of what God wants to do in your life. Can you say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Now don't let somebody come in there and destroy your painting. Keep it in your heart. Now, a good example of this is found in the story of Mary. Let's go to Luke chapter 1, verse 26 through 38. 
And I'm going to read it and, and we're going to put it up on the screen for uh, the Passion Translation. Now, once again, here's, what a, here's the point I want to make before we read it. It takes constant communion with the Holy Spirit and then what he shows you regarding the will and the purpose of God will bring you to a place where it can't be taken from you. So let's look at this. During the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent from God's presence to an unmarried girl named Mary living in Nazareth, a village in Galilee. She was engaged to a man named Joseph, a true descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Grace to you, young woman, for the Lord is with you, and so you are anointed with great favor. She must have been my sister. (laughs) Mary was deeply troubled over the words of the angel and bewildered over what this may mean for her. But the angel reassured her, saying, Do not yield to fear. Do not yield to fear. That's, that's very important. Do not yield to fear, Mary, for the Lord has found delight in you and has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's the God of surprises. You will become pregnant with a baby boy and you are to name him Jesus. He will be supreme and will be known as the son of the highest. And the Lord God will enthrone him as king on his ancestor David's throne. He will reign as king of Israel forever, and his reign will have no limit. Mary said, but how could this happen? Now see, that's exactly what people will be asking. Some in here possibly could be asking, how in the world could abundant overflow happen in these conditions? That's impossible. Mary said, but how could this happen? I'm still a virgin. Gabriel answered, the spirit of holiness will fall upon you and almighty God will spread his shadow of power over you in a cloud of glory. This is why the child born to you will be holy and he will be called the son of God. What's more, your aged aunt Elizabeth has also become pregnant with a son. The barren one is now in her sixth month. Not one promise from God is empty of power. Not one promise of God is empty of power. For nothing is impossible with God. I keep reading. Here's the important part. Then Mary responded, saying, This is amazing. I will be a mother for the Lord as his servant. Listen to this. I accept whatever he has for me. I accept. Say that. I accept whatever he has for me. Say it again. I accept whatever he has for me. May may everything you have told me come to pass, and the angel left her. Now that's how you take the prophetic word, become pregnant with it, hold fast to it, and watch it come to pass. Without that process, 
it's not likely you'll have abundant overflow. Even if there are those around you who are having it. And if they are having it, they did what Mary did. Be it unto me according to your word. This looks impossible, but I'm not, I'm not focusing on the natural. I'm focusing on what God said. And God said, abundant overflow belongs to me and I fully intend to have it. I accept it and it will be just as he has spoken. And I think you ought to give the Lord a shout if you believe it. Praise God. Amen. I call that becoming pregnant with a vision. First time I preached with Kenneth Hagin. First time Kenneth Hagin heard me preach. That was the, that was the title of my sermon that morning. It's in Anaheim, California, Brother Copeland, Brother Hagin, myself, years ago. Long time ago. Brother Hagin said, you're going to preach first, Jerry, and then Brother Hagin's going to follow you, and then I'll do the evening service. And so my subject that morning was becoming pregnant with a vision. And as I went through the process, I mean, people grabbed hold of it. People started getting out of wheelchairs. People start throwing their crutches around the place. I mean, blind eyes open. It was amazing. And then I realized it's time for me to stop because I don't want to get into Brother Hagin's time. And I said, folks, uh, just keep receiving. Brother Hagin, would you please come up? And he walked up to the platform. I'll never forget what he said. I've been in the ministry long enough now to know when to preach and when not to. The anointing's on you, boy. Carry on. <laughs> Amen. And he went and sat down. Turned the rest of this, his session over to me. Amen. Becoming pregnant with a vision. Now, you're not going to become pregnant with a vision just hearing it one time. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. And some folks need to hear it more than some other folks. But everybody needs to hear it more than once. Amen. Everybody needs to hear it more than once. So from this example, this is what must happen to you when you discover the will and the purpose of God, purposes of God. If it doesn't happen to you like it happened to Mary, then once again, it's not likely to come to pass in your life. So get to the place where you walk around. And if you just do it in the own privacy of your home, with your hands on your stomach, on your core, where your spirit man resides. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant with a vision. Deep down on the inside is abundant overflow. Birth is coming forth. Amen? And God will make it happen for you just like he made it happen for Mary. Can you say amen to that? Now, let's go to Ephesians chapter 3. And we talked about this uh, somewhat in my last time of speaking to you on this subject. But I want to go back and pick up some things again because it's important. Ephesians 3.20. Now, unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Exceeding abundantly 
above all that we can ask or think according to. Now, another way of saying according to is in direct proportion to. In direct proportion to. And what would it be in direct proportion to? The power that worketh within you. The power that worketh within you. Now, the power that he's referring to, obviously, uh, the Holy Spirit is the origin of it. But I don't think it's limited to the Holy Spirit. That's, that's not really what he's focusing on. If you want to know what he's focusing on, you have to go back to verse 18. So let's go back to verse 18. That you may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height, and to know the love of Christ. So what he's talking about here is the power to comprehend. Now, the Amplified, I mean, the uh, yes, the Amplified Bible says who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, far over and above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, and dreams. So right here, Paul is telling us that super abundant is available to us but only in direct proportion to our ability to conceive it, to comprehend it. It's the power he's referring to, the power to conceive and to comprehend. So let's back that so that you know I'm not just making up something with the Amplified Version for 18, verse 18, that you may have the power and be strong to apprehend and grasp. There it is. Arrest my case. Could have been a lawyer. (laughs) That you may have the power and be strong to apprehend and grasp. And then he continues right on down to verse 20. The power that's working within us, he's referring to the power, your power, to comprehend. If you can't comprehend it, it's not going to happen. If you can't grasp it, it's not going to happen. If you can't see it on the inside first, it's not going to happen. Now, what I'm telling you is you have an assignment. And it's more than just showing up in church on Sunday. That's a good start. Keep doing it because it'll keep... You know, Justin and I, we're on the same page here, and we're going to keep uh, adding the word to perfect that vision. Yeah. Amen. So don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. That's a good, that's, that's a, 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 a major part of it. But even more so, on your own, meditate. To the point that you comprehend it fully. And it's deep down on the inside of you. And nobody can take it away from you. Can you say amen? Amen. All right, now. That you may have the power and be strong to apprehend and grasp. That's the power that is within you that he's referring to. Now, Joshua, 
in the book of Joshua, go with me there, Joshua chapter 1, look at verse 8. This book of the law, or you could say the word of God. This book of the law, the word of God, shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Day and night. Everybody say day and night. What does that mean? Day and night. Amen. Doesn't take a rocket scientist to get the meaning of day and night. It's day and night. How often do we meditate his word? Day and night. Day and night. I can't find anywhere in there on Sunday. Day and night. Day and night. That you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then, for then. For then, you will make your way prosperous and then you'll have good success. So if you're not doing that the way God prescribed doing it, then whose problem is it that you're not having prosperity and success? Whose fault is it? Not God's. Because he's already given us the how-to, the principle. And if we act on that principle then we can expect him to fulfill what he said. We will experience prosperity and success. Or in the case of what we're talking about regarding the prophetic word, we'll have abundant overflow if we meditate on it by day and by night. Now, the message translation says, and and this is a, a, a good meaning for the word meditate, ponder, ponder. What does it mean to ponder? It means to reflect deeply. It means to contemplate. It means to muse, to reflect, to mull over, to keep in your thinking constantly. Amen. How many of you do that? I don't lift your hand. I don't want to embarrass anybody. To reflect deeply. That means more than just reading. I read my Bible every day, Brother Jerry. Wonderful. But do you reflect deeply on what it says? Do you muse over what it says? Do you mull over what you've read? Do you keep it in your thinking constantly? Amen. This is, this is how you experience God's best in your life. And I want God's best. When I learned these things back in 1959, it has become lifestyle to me. I've, I've got the word. I've got the, I've got the promises of God, the things that God has said. I've got them on my mind all the time. And sometimes I have to, I have to deliberately get it off my mind so I can pay attention to the person speaking to me. You ever had to do that? Sometimes Carolyn says, are you listening to me? Well, I'm hearing words, but I may not be focusing exactly on what she said or somebody else is saying. Because a lot of times, and you can ask people that know me well, I'm in deep thought. And it's based around what God has said. 
I got it on my mind all the time. Got it on my mind all the time. That's what you call meditating. And for those of you who may not know, meditation is not a bad word. We didn't get it from Eastern religions. They stole it from God. (laughs) But at least they understand the power of meditation. Most Christians don't. If you even mention meditate, you've been fooling around with those Eastern religions. No, I've been fooling around with Joshua 1.8. Amen. God thought of this, not some Eastern religion. Amen. So meditate, ponder on what God is saying to us until it is so deeply rooted in your spirit that no one can talk you out of it. And once again, that requires quality time in the presence of the Holy Spirit. That's what he sent to do. That's the reason Paul said, you haven't received the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that you might know. Amen? That you might know the things freely given to you. So I want to strongly suggest, if I could command you to do it, I would, but I don't have that authority. I want to strongly suggest that you meditate by day and by night on this prophetic word, abundant overflow. Get copies of what uh, Justin read to you earlier. Keep it, keep it in the front of your Bible. Keep it somewhere where it's handy for you to read quite often. Because every time you read it, you're perfecting the vision. Hallelujah. Amen. There are certain choices that you and I are responsible to make. And one of them is meditate the word. I can't make you do it. God can't make you do it. Pastor Justin can't make you do it. Only you can make the choice to do this. Amen. And your motivation should be the reason for doing it is because you want what it will produce. (laughs) Amen. Prosperity and success. That's God's promise. So once again, I learned to do this way back in 1969, and I've been doing it now for 51 years. I got the word of the Lord on my mind all the time. I've filled my mind with it. I'm constantly thinking about it. That's why revelation comes in not just one setting, but everywhere I go. I'm driving and I'm hearing God say, I fly and I hear God speak. I, 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 I go to my study and I hear God speak. I, I took some guys up into what I was saying was my holy of holies yesterday. It's my place to be alone with God. And he never fails to show up. He always meets me there. In fact, I've heard him say one time, what took you so long? <laughs> What took you so long? I learned a long, long time ago, and I don't remember who taught it to me, but I remember in the early days, I wasn't very old in the Lord. And somebody said, you need to develop or you need to find a place in your home or somewhere that is your prayer closet and go to it regularly. Make it the place where you meet God and where God meets you. 
Amen. And, and I have several places like that. But my favorite one is the Holy of Holies. <laughs> Amen. It's a, it's a third floor, floor uh, in, in a building that I have. And that's where I go. And God never fails to give me insight into what's coming. And once I hear it, the next thing I do is write it down. And I meditate on it. And notice in Joshua 1.8, it didn't end with meditating. Speak it. Don't let it depart from your mouth. In other words, keep it in your mouth. Talk it. Talk it. Why would the God of abundance want his children to live in want and lack? He doesn't. And to accept it is to forfeit his best for your life. Today's special offer, the Abundant Overflow Package contains Jerry Savelle's brand new three-part CD series, 2021, Year of Abundant Overflow, and his insightful book, Why God Wants You to Prosper. In this package, Jerry shares step-by-step God's purpose for financial blessing, a roadmap out of financial bondage, a clear understanding of biblical prosperity, and keys to walking in that prosperity. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time for you to tap into all that God has planned for you? Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Abundant Overflow Special Package. Don't allow Satan or anyone else to steal this truth from you. Settle it once and for all and begin to walk in the abundance God destined for you. Thank you once again for joining me today. It's been a joy and a pleasure sharing the Word of God with you. And I want to take a few moments to pray for you right now. I know many of you are experiencing lack Many of you are experiencing deadlines on things that need to be taken care of financially. Uh, some of you are wondering, where in the world is it going to come from? How is God going to get this done? Well, God is faithful. I don't ever want you to forget that. God is faithful. And let me remind you that Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20 says that he is able to do exceeding abundant above all that you can ask or think. So, Father, I pray for everyone that is watching right now. I pray that you will give them wisdom. You will give them insight. You will give them ideas. And you will give them concepts, as Brother Oral Roberts taught me years ago, that you will give them ideas and concepts of what to do, where to go, being in the right place at the right time so that they are positioned to experience your blessings in every area of their lives. And I pray that this will be their year to testify that I'm now experiencing abundant overflow. Amen. You receive that? Lift your hands and say, Lord, I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, before we leave the air, let me remind you our special resource package, three CDs entitled 2021 the year of abundant overflow. Then right along with it, my book on why God wants you to prosper. This is a book that, that will teach you how to keep God first place in your life, how that you can keep your eyes on God and not prosperity and not your needs. But the Bible says, if you seek the Lord, you shall not want any good thing. So God wants you to prosper. But why? It's in the book. So place your order for the resources today while it's fresh on your mind. We'll get them to you as quickly as we possibly can. And please join me again next week as we begin a brand new series. You're going to enjoy it. 
I look forward to seeing you then, and don't forget, your faith will overcome the world.